power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. We declare that the heavens are open. We declare that the, our spirits are open. We declare that the atmosphere is open. Holy Spirit, have absolute control. Do as you please in the lives of your people. Let the transforming power of your word bring deliverance. Let the transforming power of your word bring enlightenment. Let the transforming power of your word bring illumination into somebody's life this morning. I take authority in the realm of the spirit. I declare a supernatural injunction in the activity of the enemy in this place. We declare that the atmosphere is open and ready for the spirit of God to have free course to move in the lives of people. And we declare that none shall live here the same. Take glory Father, take glory Son, take glory Holy Spirit in Jesus whose excellent name have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Kids will shout unto the Lord. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. How many of you are glad to be in church this morning? It is a good thing to be in church. Amen. Yeah. Oh, I want some spiritual responses this morning. I said it is a good thing to be in church. Hallelujah. I can't see your faces, so at least I must hear your voices. Amen? Yeah. And how many of you are ready for the word this morning? There's no ban on saying amen. There's no ban on shouting amen. There's no ban on standing and receiving the word. Hallelujah. So today, feel free. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's no ban on that. They say we should distance. We distance as much as we can. But we shall receive the word this morning. Amen. This morning I'm bringing you a word that I believe will bless somebody. You're already blessed. Hallelujah. And um, still in the series of the dynamics of blessings and curses. We finished with the curses. Now we are dealing with the blessings. Hallelujah. Uh, the other time I dealt with the blessing of divine connection. And today... I want to preach to you something that will usher you into another dimension. Something that will usher you into another realm. Now, this message is about a subject that I consider as being one of the most underestimated in Christianity. You know, in, in Christianity, we have a lot of terms. We have a lot of terms that carry a lot of weight. Anointing, unction, power, and things like that. But there is this one that I believe or I know has so much power but is so often underestimated. If you have this thing, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what obstacles are ahead of you. It doesn't matter what disadvantages you have. You can still make it in life. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, this morning I want to preach to you what I've entitled The Blessing of Divine Favor. The Blessing of Divine Favor. Somebody say The Blessing of Divine Favor. 
Oh, if you clap, some blessings and some 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 divine favor is about to locate you this morning. By the time you leave here this morning, something called favor will be sitting upon your head. By the time we are through this morning, certain aspects of your life are about to see a turn around. And it's because some favor is about to locate you. If you believe that is your portion, put your hands together for the Lord and give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Divine favor. The subject of favor is so highly underestimated. In fact, there are a lot of things we attribute to anointing and giftings, but it's just simply the work of favor. Simply the work of favor. There are some people you see them, oh, you, you think, oh, they are so gifted, you think they are so anointed, but it's actually favor that is working in their life. Hallelujah. I'm sure you are here. There's something that you think is impossible. There are some plans you have, and you are like, how can this thing be achieved? Maybe you plan to build a house. In fact, if you don't plan to build a house, plan to build it because you need to build a house. Hallelujah. Yeah. The scripture says, I shall die in my own house. You won't die in a rented house. Hallelujah. Maybe you, you dream to build a house, but you are like, how can this be? How is it possible? I mean, how much am I even earning to be able to save enough to buy land one, lay a foundation, do up to lintel level and roof it? and paint before you finish and then you move in it is it seems like a long journey that there is a dream you have some business you want to do maybe you have some dreams for your own ministry places you would want to minister in certain places you want to touch with the power of god but you sit now you look at yourself and you are like how is that possible where will the means come from when you don't have connections when you are not even extraordinarily gifted there is this thing called favor that can turn all of that around once god showers is upon you everything becomes possible that building is possible to build in record time because of that thing called favor that ministry can go where you never even dreamed it could go because of that thing called favor hallelujah most of the time we, we, we exclude ourselves from a lot of things because we, we look at the dynamics and the things around and we're like, how can this be? It is not, it's not possible. Like, if you put two and two together, it doesn't add up. When you put pen to paper, the budget doesn't reach. But there is something called favor. Somebody shall favor. Oh, as you shall favor, may favor come upon you. Say favor. Say favor. Shall favor. When favor locates you, the impossible becomes possible. When the angel told Mary, you will conceive, you have a son. He said, how can this be? How can this be? She didn't know she was a favored child of God. Favor can do so many things. And today I want to show you some of the things favor can do. I'll show you some of the things favor can do. The first thing favor does is that it makes you stand out among the lot when god's favor locates you it makes you stand out among the lot hallelujah david had the favor of god upon him he stood out amongst his brothers joseph had the favor of god upon him 
he stood out among his brothers. Esther had the favor of God upon her. She stood out amongst all the people that went to stand in front of her again. Give me Esther chapter 2 verse 17. Esther 2 17. Esther chapter 2 verse 17. If you have the NIV for that one. Esther 2 17. It said now the king was attracted to Esther more than any of the other women. And she won his favor. Somebody say favor. And approval more than any of the other virgins. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Hallelujah. Favor. It can do so many things. It makes you stand out. There's an interview. 100 people, they say they are taking one. May that favor of God locate you. Such that after they have listened to all the 99, they'll say there is something about this particular one. They say scholarship. Many people are rushing for it. May the favor of God speak for you. May you stand out among the lot. When they are looking for somebody to sponsor for further studies abroad. To go and specialize outside. To go for a course that will change your life. And make you an authority in a certain field. When they look around, may they spot you. And decide that there is something special about this person. There is something different about this person. There is a certain light that is shining upon this person. Let us pick him. It's called favor. So favor makes you stand out. The second thing favor can do. Is that it can cause people to give you things. People to dash you things. Hallelujah. You didn't say amen to that. I said favor. Oh, you don't want it. You don't want people to like. You want to work for everything that you have. Favor can cause people to dash you things. They give you things like that. When you have favor, you can buy things for half their price. Some people are buying a high price. They look at your face. That's a sumano. That's a sumano. Some land somewhere you are you are eyeing. It says 50,000 Ghana cities. When you go, the person looks at your face and says, I just like your face. You will bring 10,000 and come and take it. May that be somebody's story this morning in the name of Jesus. It makes people give you things. Let's read from verse 35 to 36. Exodus chapter 12. These are the children of Israel. After they had worked in Egypt for a very long time, when they were about to leave, he said, and the children of Israel did according to the word of Moses. And they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. Next. And the, and the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. So that they lent unto them such things as they required. And they spoiled the Egyptians. In fact, for, for that one, give me the New King James Version. Give me New King James Version for the verses 36. When it says spoiled like that, some of you think it's a bad thing. Or <laughs> Selm. <laughs> it said, And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested. May the Lord give you favor so that when you request something, it is granted unto you. When you go to the bank to look for a loan, even without collateral, May God give you favor so that they'll look at you and say, No, this business plan, I believe it is going to work. And may they give you that which you requested. Hallelujah. He said, Them what they requested. And thus they plundered the Egyptians. Hallelujah. 
So by the time they finished, they, there was a, a, a sudden wealth transfer from the heathen unto the children of God. Look, there are monies and things that are in wrong hands. People are using them to do all sorts of things, advancing all sorts of causes that don't help the kingdom of God. There are people who are pushing money to, 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 to promote things like, um, what do you call it, homosexuality. People are pumping money into people who are singing songs that don't benefit anybody and don't, don't edify anybody. People are using monies for the wrong things. But I pray that as the Bible said that the wealth of the hidden shall be laid up for the just. I pray that you will experience it in the name of Jesus. Some wealth somewhere that is being used for the wrong purposes. May God redirect it into your account. So that you use it to help people. And to advance godly causes. Hallelujah. It's called wealth transfer. So they were about to leave and God just gave them favor. So they come to us. I want silver. Take. What else do you want? You say I want gold. I want garments. I want silk. Then you just something just came upon the people and they were giving them things hallelujah and that same favor can come upon you it's not everything that you must work for there's some things that, that must just come to you like that because of that thing called favor me my wedding a lot of the things favor spoke for me people came to my wedding and they thought i had so much money what I wore from head to toe, somebody took care of it. My shoe, somebody took care of it. What best man wore, I didn't pay a peswa. What groomsmen wore, I didn't pay a peswa. My wife's gown, somebody bought it. What the maid of honor wore, somebody bought it. What the bridesmaids wore, somebody took care of it. The venue for our reception, me, I done my bachelor's budget. I was going for some simple place. Somebody said, no. During those times, unique floral gardens had come fresh. It was the most expensive. Place. You know, the kind of decor they were doing in those days, people were not doing it. And you had to pay a lot to be able to get that kind of thing. He said, no, no, no. I'm going to pay fully for unique floral gardens. The person paid for the thing. Ah, reception. Those days, eh, it's not now that reception, like uh, non-alcoholic wine has become so common that Every table has one. Those days they will pop two. I'm sure somebody can identify what I'm talking about. They will pop two. And there are some small, small caps. They'll go around and share them. Do you want something? The thing is not enough. So when they come, you say, you just give it to those who want to drink. That's how things were done those days. People donated boxes of non-alcoholic wine such that some tables even had two. Two. Two of non-alcoholic. I didn't pay a peso. The decor for the church. I didn't pay it. I pray that that kind of favor will come upon somebody today. That even as you are sitting down, you are wondering, how am I going to fund my marriage? How am I going to fund your wedding? May God begin to move upon the hearts of some people. May God begin to move upon the wallets and the pockets of some good people to come and be a blessing unto you. Divine favor. So favor can cause people to give you things. Number three. Favor can give you what you did not work for. It will give you what you did not work for. Let's read Deuteronomy chapter 6 from verse 10 to 11. NLT. Deuteronomy 6, 10 to 11. 
He said, Lord your God will soon bring you into the land he swore to give you when he made a vow to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said, it is a land with large prosperous cities that you did not build. Favor can give you things you did not work for. And I even like the way he puts it in the verse 19. You see, somebody can just dash you a house. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, you don't believe it. That somebody can just dash you a house like that. Because of favor. There are people who have a lot of money. They don't know what to do with it all. And they are looking for somebody to bless with it. Somebody can just dash you, dash you a house. And it will not just be a house. You listen to what the verse 11 will say. Listen to what verse 11 says. It says, the house will be richly stocked with goods you did not produce. That means an already finished house with fridges inside, with televisions inside. Oh, am I preaching to a dead church? With air conditioners already fixed, with microwaves already fixed, with high quality furniture already fixed, with beds, with flowers, with grass, whether natural or artificial. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Said to be richly stocked. With goods you did not produce. Oh, some V8. Receive it in Jesus' name. <laughs> he said, You will draw water from cisterns you did not dig. You will draw cisterns. You didn't dig it, it just comes like that. And you will eat from vineyards and olive trees you did not plant. I pray that that will be somebody's portion in the name of Jesus. Favor gives you things you did not work for. Number four. And I like this one. Favor can cause your enemies to do good to you. Your enemies. Those who under normal circumstances don't want your good. And there are people like that too. There are some people, they, they just don't like good things in life. They don't like seeing people progress. The fact that you're about to finish school, cry, is a, a problem, it's a headache. You see, your pro- progress is somebody's headache. It's giving somebody tears. It's giving somebody sleepless nights. Let's read First Samuel chapter 27 from verse 2 to verse 6. First Samuel chapter 27 verse 2. Verse 6. Now, you know, this was a time when Saul was after the life of David. You know, David had just shot into prominence and everybody was praising him and you know, that kind of thing. And Saul became jealous. He was looking for David's life. And look at what happened here. It said, Then David arose and went over with the 600 men who were with him. And look at where he went. He went to Achish the son of Maok, king of what? Gath. Some people are catching the revelation already. Where is Gath? Gath is the hometown of Goliath, whom David had killed earlier on. These people are not supposed to be welcoming David like that. You, and, and remember, the agreement they came to, which was actually initiated by the Philistines, was that whoever won that battle, the people will be slaves unto the other people. That was it. 
And David managed to flood their champion, Goliath of Gath. That's how the Bible describes it. And when Saul was after his life, he had enough confidence knowing that God himself was a shield and his buckler. And he went into the camp of the enemy with 600 of his men. And let's see what the verse 3 says. So David dwelt with Achish at Gath, he and his men, each man with his household, and David with his two wives, and he knew the Jezreelites and Abigail the Carmelites, Nabal's widow. Verse 4. And it was told Saul that David had fled to God. And look at what he said. He sought him no more. Do you know why? In his human mind, once he is in the hands of our enemies, they will finish him. So I don't need to waste my time. The enemies will do it for him. But he didn't know that there was something sitting upon this young man's head. He must, he should have realized it from the time this young boy, against all odds, was able to bring down a giant like Goliath. You see, sometimes when you notice favor upon somebody, rather than fighting them, just accept that this person just has a certain grace upon their life. He thought, oh, once he is in the camp of the enemy, I don't have to chase him anymore because the God people, you've killed our champion. He thought they would finish him. Verse 5. But look at what happened instead. Then David said to Achish, the son of the king, if I have found favor in your eyes, somebody say favor. Somebody shout favor. He said, then let them give me a place in some town in the country that I may dwell there. For why should your servant dwell in the royal city with you? So that means Achish just accepted him and his men in the city in which he himself was dwelling. I mean, normally you should be satisfied with that. The son of the king has given you a place in his own place, but he knew he had certain level of favor. Hallelujah. He said, if I found favor in your eyes, then give me another place. And look at what happened in the, verse, in the next verse. He says, so Achish gave him Ziglag that day. That means he gave him an entire city. Somebody who is supposed to be your enemy. Somebody who is supposed to be baying for your blood. Somebody who is supposed to want your downfall. It's not even giving you a car or a house, but taking a whole city and bequeathing it into you. And he said, therefore, Ziglag has belonged to the kings of Judah till this day. Somebody shout favor. Somebody say favor. Favor can make your enemies do good to you. Balak hired Balaam to curse Israel. But when he opened his mouth, the Bible said, instead of curses, blessings rather came. Sometimes in exams, there are some lecturers and some teachers, they've decided that you, whatever it is, I shall fail you. Whether it is your face, they don't like or the fact that in their tests or IA you didn't do so well so they have marked you and decided that as for you whatever it is I pray that this kind of favor will be upon you that the people who have planned evil against you they will rather be doing you good they will rather rescue you from the hands of other people who want to destroy you if they are lecturers like that when they are deciding whether to fail you or not may God move upon them to be the ones rather to speak for you Favor can cause your enemies to do good to you. That is the fourth thing. 
Number five. Favor can give you a good marriage. Oh, I said favor can give you a good marriage. Realize I didn't say it can give you marriage. A good marriage. Because that is what is important. There are people who are married and they want to commit suicide. May that not be your portion in the name of Jesus. It's not about the rushing to get married though, but getting a good marriage. Getting a good marriage. Favor can give you that. Because of time, I won't read Ruth's story. But I know Ruth. Very unfortunate background. This woman had had tragedy in her life. She just went to a field. The Bible said to glean of the corn. You see, the Jews, they had this rule that when the rich people are harvesting their corn and their wheat and things like that, they are supposed to leave some there for the poor people who don't have farms and don't have anything to eat to come and take. So it was in Kasi she was going for. And as she was picking the thing, the boss of the house, a gentleman called Boaz, just spotted her and the favor of God just began to shine upon her life. May the Lord bring you your Boaz in the name of Jesus. And this Boaz wasn't just a good man, but he was also a very loaded man. That is not to say you should only look for loaded men. May God give you the, the foresight to see a future Boaz. Because some of the people they are walking around right now, they don't look like Boaz. But they have Boaz embedded in their spirits. They will wear one shoe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If there was an eighth day, they would have worn the same shoe. But the Bible says, mark the upright man for his end is glorious. Hallelujah. Ladies, I pray that God will give you the vision of an eagle. That when you see the young men, you can see into their future. And not judge them by the oversized suit they are wearing today. Hallelujah. There are people who have missed potential boazes because they use a Chinese phone now. They can't buy iPhone. They can't buy Samsung. So, you know those ones. <laughs> so they can't, when you can, you just scan them. Head to toe. Scan them. Okay. Did you walk here? How did you come? I said, I walked here. I came on two wheels. Natural wheels made by Jehovah himself. I said, no, this guy, there. Somebody said, me, where? Because the girl, she said, me, where I'm coming from. I have to get somebody who is already there. Otherwise, the journey will be long. If I take somebody who is just like me, a jabba like me, no, 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 no. When they come, I'll bounce them left, right, left, right. That's what you're left, right, left, right. It's looking at your economic status. But you see, marriage is about getting a good marriage, not just about marriage. What is about in rushing into a marriage and it's not a good one? You are married and every night you are crying. And you are regretting. You see your husband and you are like, Oh God, what mistake is this? Every morning you remember mistake. 
when it comes from work, mistake. When you're saying nine, he says mistake, mistake. You want to even change his name to mistake. May God grant you a good marriage. And you realize that with Ruth, it wasn't about slaying. Getting a good marriage is not about what you are wearing. It's not even about looks. It's not even about looks. It is something called the favor of God. It's not about looks. It's not about the pawns. It's not about the Mary Kay. What are the other brands? Uh-huh. All of, it's not about that at all. Look, if it was about clothes, eh? you see, Joseph's brothers made a mistake. They thought Joseph was standing out amongst them because he had a coat of many colors. They took the coat of many colors, but they didn't know that God himself had shown something and put on him. That thing was designed by God himself, and it is called the garment of favor. I pray that somebody will have an activation of the garment of favor upon their life today. If you believe that is a portion, shout amen. Garment of favor. God himself knitted and put it on him. Bam. They took their coat of many colors. They thought the guy was just about to get finished. How can you remove what God himself has shown and put on somebody? It's not about what you wear. It's not about the designer label. Whether it's Gucci or Pierre Cardin. Nowadays, a lot of the things they call Gucci, they are fake Gucci. As for label, anybody can put anything there. When we were in school, there was this guy. His singlets, he used indelible ink to write CK Calvin Klein. So when he hangs them on the line, like CK, 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 like that. Calvin Klein. It's not about what you are wearing. Exposing yourself doesn't give you a good marriage. We think, oh, that's what men, they say it's their eyes. Men are moved by their eyes. So you were low and behold. The skirt is as if your material announced. When you walk around half naked, you don't attract men, you attract boys. Because boys are men without purpose. Those are the kind of people you attract. Now, okay, I'm naked, I'm naked, I'm naked. Boys, I'm naked, I'm naked. That's literally what you are preaching. You attract boys and not men. And you attract vultures. Because vultures like dying, dead, rotting food. They don't like fresh meat. On the other hand, eagles. They will only go for fresh meat. I pray that you will attract eagles. And today, if there are any vultures that are circling around you as a lady... We fire the gun of the spirit of God and we disperse them from your life in the name of Jesus. All the, the vultures, the three churches, they say, we fire them. They must cut up. Vultures. People with no purpose in life. Time wasters. 
they go for those who have exposed their body i pray that that will not be your portion in the name of jesus so favor can give you a good marriage number six favor can bring you enemies hallelujah favor can bring you enemies sometimes there are very weird manifestations of favor two very good examples joseph the favor of god upon his life he brought him enemies david the favor of god upon his life he brought him enemies so it is a whole package i'll be doing a, a big disservice if i preach just one side of this thing to you favor as we are going to receive favor today note that it will bring you enemies People who are enemies of progress. People who don't like to see good things. I'm going to tell the person, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm in a relationship with those smile. <laughs> you know there's some kind of smile. <laughs> it's plastic and toothpaste smile. <laughs> the moment you turn on, we will see how long it will last. Some people don't bring them near your relationship. Oh, you know, they say, Tell the guy, eh, at that time, 12 midnight, some guy was calling. I don't know what it is, but think about it. Pray, let God speak to you. Bye-bye. Don't say, I said it to <laughs> Enemies of progress. Favor will bring you enemies. Joseph's own was so bad that it nearly cost him his life. David, he was constantly fleeing death. All because he was favored. But you see, he said something in Psalm 3. 1 to 3. It's as if, look, the guy was just surrounded by enemies all around. And this is what he said, Psalm 3. Verse 1 to 3. He said, Lord, how are they increased? that trouble me he said many are they that rise up against me and trust me when you are favored people will rise up against you at the workplace why is it that you alone you are progressing like that why is it that you are progressing you say hey, it's because you and the boss have something to do verse 2 many there be which say of my soul there is no help for him in God but I like the verse 3. When you see but, it means the story is about it. It said, But thou, O Lord, are a shield for me. You are my glory and the lifter up of my head. The God who gave you the favor, that same God will be a shield around you. I've forgotten what scripture it is, but it talks about the fact that favor is a shield. That same favor that brought you the enemies will be a shield around you. Look at Joseph. They just had bad plans for him. Put him into a pit. Sold him. He went to Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife wanted to bring him down. But the favor took him to the prison. The prison too, he just excelled over there. It brought him out. He became the second most powerful man in, in, in the country. Favor is a shield. It will protect you. I pray today that if there are any evil eyes that are looking at you. If there are any jealous minds. If there are any jealous hearts 
envious people with bad intentions i pray that the shield of the lord shall protect you may the lord give you angels that will protect you wherever you go people who are looking at terminating your life prematurely people who are looking at at, at, at doing things to to halt your progress in life i pray that the lord himself will deal with them oh i said may the lord himself deal with them Lord are a shield around me. You are my glory and the lifter up of my head. Favor will bring you enemies. But you see, there are ways of activating favor. There are ways of activating favor. It's a long list, but I'll just teach you two. And then we'll zoom into prayer. And the first one is specifically for men, for the young men. Hallelujah. I say it's for who? The men. Give me Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22. Proverbs 18, 22. Proverbs 18, 22. Today, some things will be activated in this place in some people's lives. Proverbs chapter 8. It says, he who finds a wife. Say a wife. Say a wife. He didn't say a girlfriend. He didn't say a girl. He didn't say a slave queen. It said, he who finds what? A wife. Finds a good thing and obtains what? Favor from the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't you see how people even begin to look different after they get married? The gentleman. Interestingly, it is more so with the gentlemen even than the ladies. It is because of this scripture. That is why you must marry. Hallelujah. You must marry. It's like he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor. What I'm trying to tell you from this scripture is that the moment you marry, the level of favor upon your life moves to another level. It just goes to another level. Me, I, I can testify to it. Like I am a living proof. Living proof. But that is on condition that you find a wife. Say a wife. Uh-huh. Find a good thing. You realize that some people, oh, they walk around, you don't even respect them. The moment they get married, no, it's like there's some glory be that just comes upon them, and you know. Some people you go to some place, receptionist, you are just walking around, hey brah, 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 social distancing. Who didn't say social distancing? But you marry no the week after you go and your ring is shining like that. It's not very bright, they say, say, oh daddy. Somebody shall favor, shall favor. Some of the guys say you are seeing them here right now. They are looking fala fala. It is like that, like that. Wait until they get married. Wait until they get married. That is why the young men, you must start thinking about marriage. Hallelujah. Yeah, start thinking about marriage. Look for a wife. Look for a wife. You see, the problem with marriage, where, where Christian gentlemen are concerned, 
The problem is at different levels. The first level is the level of blindness. Say blindness. And mind you, it's not every blindness that is caused by glaucoma or cataracts or oncoseca volvulus. <laughs> it's not every blindness. Some of the blindness, as I say, and Jesus somebody. The thing is around you, no, but you can't see. You can't see. Today, may your eyes be open. Oh, we we bind the spirit of blindness. May your eyes be open to see. Sometimes you are looking far, far, far. Say far. Meanwhile, the thing is just here. Pastor Alpha. <laughs> they were working together, working together effectively in the house of God, and he was doing this. Meanwhile, <laughs> oh, may the Lord bless your life. <laughs> ah! So, the first level is blindness. Today, may the scales fall from your eyes. If she is around you, may you begin to see her. Yeah. Sometimes eh, the problem is that you are looking for some, you have some, um, yes, yeah, some specs. Thank you, Apostolines. You have some specs. And she must fit the specs exactly. So when she comes and the specs are not reaching on, and Are looking far. That's a he who finds a wife, somebody who can stand by you, somebody who can support you, somebody who will go on her knees for you. Somebody will go on her knees for you. Me, I know if well, there's a and I don't break, I know my wife is praying for me. That I can be sure. I am as sure of it as I am sure that I am male. She's praying for me. Sometimes when we are looking at his eyes, we just we are just looking at the outside. But we must think of purpose as well. Look, as for looks, the other Bible they, they, they fade away. As we are all growing, we are not looking the same. The flower fades, the grass withers, and the flower fades. The only thing that will stand forever is the word of God. And you can't marry the word of God. For some specs somewhere, I falutin specs. May the blindness be healed today in the name of Jesus. The next level of the problem is confidence. Some people, it's not blindness, so they have seen like they have seen, they have seen, but their confidence to go and declare. For there to be a performance, it's not there. 
So he'll be there. You'll be doing the calling. Oh, I just called to check up on you. But you check up on her ten times a day. What kind of checking up is that? Morning three, afternoon three, evening four. Your ministry is checking up, checking up, checking up, checking up. So, so checking up. And you are there. And you are not saying anything. The next time you hear, she said, Oh, I have some good news for you. By the grace of God, I have a new beloved. And I want you to meet him. And before you go a little bit, ah, God, Call me, Pastor. Pastor, my heart, my heart, my heart. Let me mind you. <laughs> you had the chance to speak, and you didn't speak. But you see, the ladies too. Sometimes the gentlemen they need some encouragement. You understand? They need some encouragement because you see, bouncing on hey, yeah. It's painful. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Parting is very painful. So, since every human being has a natural self-preservation instinct, you're afraid, Charlie, if I go and say the thing, now I'm far. Broken heart here, yeah. So sometimes they'll be looking for signs that if I say this thing, it will work. All of us, we've done some before. We'll be looking for signs. When you go to visit, you look at the, the, the brightness of the smile that day. When it's bright, I say, Charlie, I to me, you. to me, Media, one of the things that gave me the confidence was that one time our students were going to a went for emergency duty. We were on the same team. When we were coming back, there's some shortcuts. We we're going to use the shortcut. I said, Oh no, let's use the longer route. I said, It is a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. If somebody doesn't like your company, should even say, You wait, let me take the lead. Say, let's use the long route. Come on, you know. It's a sign. So sometimes the gentlemen are looking for signs because they are afraid. May God give you the grace to give them the necessary signs. Hallelujah. If there's anybody here with POP on your mouth and, and difficulty in making the declaration today, I lose your mouth in the name of Jesus. I lose your mouth. I lose your mouth. So for the gentleman, marriage, marriage, it activates favor. It activates the favor. So start looking at, and the marriage, look, marriage is not wedding. Marriage is not wedding. Where you have to look for plenty money, 140,000 Ghana cities, to have your wedding. No. 
I've said it time and time again that in this church we don't have any standard for wedding. Even if it's where two or three are got Corona has shown us that we can have small weddings and it's still a marriage. 25 people, 30 people, but I, I shall bless it for you. I've said it before that you don't even need a ring. Look for copper wire. Mold it to your house. We shall bless it. And you will exchange it. One day when you get money, you go and buy a ring. Simple. We, we don't have to come and drink. You can have a wedding. Me, I'm giving you the permit. You can have a wedding in this church without reception. It is fine. The church will provide water. Everybody will drink and let's go. Because you see, you will spend a lot of money. If, if you have the means to do it, it is fine. It is beautiful. But if you don't, don't, don't push yourself. Don't push yourself. You go and spend money and do buffet lunch for people. And then there will be something behind your back. And the rice was yellow, yellow, yellow. I'm sure the chicken day Friday the previous day. Have you heard such things before? Meanwhile, the person sweated to make the money to give you that thing to drink. So it's not worth it. If you don't have the money, just do something small and let's go. Hallelujah. But I pray that the grace to marry will be released upon the gentlemen in this house in the name of Jesus. The second and last thing which activates favor is fasting and prayer. Uh-huh. Fasting and prayer. And we are going to pray today. And some favor will be activated upon your life. Prayer activates favor. Activates favor. It breaks certain things over the heavens upon your head. And causes the glory of God to just shine upon your life like that. Prayer. Nehemiah had favor with the king to go and rebuild the walls of, of Jerusalem. Because the Bible said he prayed. He fasted and prayed. Before he went to speak to the king. He fasted and prayed. Esther fasted and prayed. Before she went to see the king. That there's something about prayer that just activates favor upon you. When you're going for that oral exam or that interview, the night before, maybe instead of going to read plenty books, spend some time and enter the Holy of Holies. Just, just go and commune with God. Just go and wrestle with God. And you can go into God's presence and an aspect of Him will not rub off on you. Sometimes when people are wearing, like putting on very strong perfume, when you hug them, when you leave, those who know that perfume and know that this is the perfume this person has been putting on, they'll say you have been with this person. It's because it wraps off on you. That is how being in the presence of God is like. There's an aspect of the glory of God that just wraps off on you when you go into his presence. And it attracts fever. I want us to look at Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 58, from verse 8. That portion of scripture was talking about fasting and prayer and what it can do. So I don't waste my time on the first seven verses. It just goes straight to what happens when you fast and pray. It said, 
Then your light shall break forth like the morning. You see, for favor to be upon you, there should be a certain light, invisible light that is just shining upon you. That makes you visible to the people and they pick you instead of everyone else. And he's saying fasting and prayer. He said, it causes your light to break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. And I like the last part. He said, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Can you imagine what it means to have the glory of God as your rear guard? The glory of God. Maybe one of these days I'll, I'll, I'll preach on the glory of God. That different manifestations and levels of the glory. There's a certain type of the glory that, that is, is that's what we call the Shekinah. An open manifest glory. There's a cupboard which is like a wheat. There's another one. That one is an opinion. Is that the glory of God shall be your rear guard? And there are some people they walk into a room and it's as if they the atmosphere has changed. Like they, it's like they carry some presence. The glory of God is your rear guard. So as you fast, as you pray, certain things are opened in the heavens and certain things are released upon your life. Favor for your family, favor for your, 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 your academics, favor for your career, favor for your ministry. Look, that's why men of God must pray. They must be addicts of the presence of God. Some of the things you see in the life of men of God that you say is anointing, it is favor. It is the favor of God. Why do you think the Bible said, and Jesus grew in favor with God and with men? He had favor with men. It was that favor that ensured that he had the right people to do ministry with. And that is one thing every man of God must understand. And that is why you must treat the people who are working with you well and not disrespect them. Because it's God that has favored you and brought them. I can't treat Pastor Alpha anyhow. I can't treat Pastor Ines anyhow. Because they could have been elsewhere using their gifts and their abilities in another ministry. I can't treat Blagoji anyhow. Look at the way the sound is nice. Me, I can't do it. He could have been in another ministry elsewhere. It is God who favored me and brought these people here. I can't treat consumer anyhow. Protocol. Yesterday, they were here. She, Julie Fata. In your name, they were here. These chairs, four people parked there. Consumer, Julie Fata, in your name, and myself. Hallelujah. Four of us, we parked these chairs. You know, you can't, you have to value the people God has given to you. Of course, if you misbehave, I'll fire you. It's part of the training process. Hallelujah. But you can't treat the people with disrespect. It was favor that brought Peter. It was favor that brought John. I don't know what brought Judas. But he was there some. Hallelujah. Judas too was there. I don't know. <laughs> and you realize that if you read the scripture well, the day before Jesus went and called all these people, he spent the whole night praying. He spent the whole even Even Jesus. He needed a certain level of favor to attract the right people. 
I pray that your prayer life will move to another level. I pray that your ability to fast will go to another level. I know Corona, a lot of people fasting, no? It's been a long, long time. So very soon, say very soon. Oh, I say, say very soon. Only the Christians are responding. I say very soon, we shall fast. Hallelujah. We need to get rid of all the dead weight. The dead weight we have accumulated during the lockdown. I'm not talking about physical weight. The physical weight has done some people some good. I'm talking about spiritual dead weight. Spiritual dead weight. Fasting and prayer. It opens the heavens. And finally, there is always a reason why God brings a particular message at a particular time. Can I have Psalm 102, verse 13, New King James Version? There's always a reason why God brings a message. It said, You will arise and have mercy on Zion. This one is as if they are commanding God. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. Why? For the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. I believe God brought this message to us today because the set time for God to favor somebody has come. In God's calendar and God's agenda for your life, the set time for God to release his favor upon somebody is now. I pray that the heavens shall be opened upon you this morning as we pray. And I don't want you to hold back in this prayer at all. It's like you are rending the heavens and, 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 and causing something called favor to just rest upon you. Some of you, you need favor for the exam that you are about to, to, to have. Some of you, you need favor for a business you are about to start. Some of you, you need favor for, for your marriage. Some of you, you need favor for your ministry. Today, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth that the heavens shall be opened any obstacle, any blockade anything that prevents the glory of God from shining upon your life I command it to be removed right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth lift up your right hand, say in the name of Jesus say in the name of Jesus can I have some intercessors say in the name of Jesus say today say today I receive favor say today I command the heavens, the heavens to be open. To be open. Say, Lord, Lord release, release the spirit, the spirit of, favor of favor upon my life. Upon my life. Say, I walk in favor. I walk in favor. I study in favor. I study in favor. I move in favor. I move in favor. I live in favor. I live in favor. In the name, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Begin to pray that the favor of the Lord shall locate you. Just lift up your voice. Just lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. It said you shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. We activate faith for the time to favor. Yes, the Let's go. 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 Let's go.
today your family may not be that prominent even intellectually you may not be that powerful even in terms of gifting you may not be that gifted you look at the situation and it looks like it is impossible hey but the race is not for the sweat the battle is not for the strong once favor comes upon you the slow shall become swift let a weak say I am stronger and let a poor say I am richer I want you to open your mouth and declare that the situations that are working against your favor are turning around right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth we move the elements of time we move the elements of time and we declare that they are working in your favor in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We declare by 
Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
It doesn't matter what disadvantages you come with. By the power of that favor that God is releasing upon you today. Situations are turning around. Ministries are turning around. Academics are turning around. Careers are turning around. Marriages are turning around. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I declare that you leave this place today with the glory of God as your regard. That the Shekinah glory of God will shine through your very being. Just as Moses was with the Lord and he came down from the mountain of the Lord. And the Bible said his face shone and the people had to place a veil in front of him. I pray that from today in the spirit your face will begin to shine. Wherever your shine has been hidden, today we bring it forth in the name of Jesus. According to the word of God that says, Arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Let the light of his glory begin to shine upon your life today. Amen. Every obscurity is a thing of the past in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the past, people bypass you to do others' favors. In the past, people bypass you for promotions. But today, as the light of God shines upon your life once again, you shall be picked up even from the back of the desert. Like Moses was picked up. Like David was picked up. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And let this favor infect those that are around you. In the name of Jesus. Your brothers. Your sisters. Your wives. Your husbands. Your beloveds. Let this glory and let this favor be contagious. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. Come on begin to pray and declare that I establish this glory. I establish this favor. Lift up your voice. I establish it. I see some things are broken in the realm of the spirit. The working of favor. Ah, the presence of God is so strong in this place. Chains of resistance are breaking. It established, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Come on, just pray. Lift up your right hand and make this declaration. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost. I declare by the power of prayer. I declare by the power of the cross. I declare by the power of the blood that I am the favored of the Lord. Say, I am favored. I am favored. Say, I have favor. I have favor. I walk in favor. I walk in favor. I live in favor. I work in favor. I work in favor. I work in favor. 
favor. I work in favor. I work in favor. My life is favor. My life is favor. My marriage is favor. My ministry is favor. My career is favor. My life is favor. In the name of Jesus. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Is to see your face. 
trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow!